guys, welcome to the podcast, Fast Break Hoops. I'm here with my co-host again, and please allow her to introduce herself. Hi, this is Blue, um, and we are also on a podcast, A Girl, A Guy, and a TV, so you can find that on Anchor, or Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, please check it out. Um, that's a podcast we do where we do commentary on movies, TV shows, and other things in that in that vein and it's a lot of fun so this episode you're going to be recapping the last dance episodes five and six that's correct and how did you enjoy those episodes well let's start with episode five okay what was it about episode five basically in the beginning of it like kobe bryant was you know they did a nice tribute to kobe bryant in the beginning of it in fact, I think it was dedicated to him. And um, he was just talking about like how, how much Michael Jordan uh, influenced his career and his game. Uh, you know, he asked Michael Jordan for a lot of advice, uh, personal advice and then professional advice. And he said Michael Jordan was very generous in helping him and played a big role, you know, in helping him become the player he was. He says he wouldn't have had the career he was or he had, unless Jordan had, uh, you know. And he faced him in him. the playoffs? No. That season? Oh, he, didn't, he never faced him? Nah. But he faced him in the regular season? Well, yeah, a couple of times when they were younger. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. And the All-Star game is oh, kind of okay. what they were hitting on. But, yeah, they, they played Yeah, they played some, definitely. Yeah. Um, you said it was also episode five was about the 1992 Dream Team? Yep. Which was cool. Or the 96 one. Or he wasn't 92. in that. The original Dream Team okay. in 1992. Okay. So. Was he in the 96 Dream Team? Who? Michael Jordan. No. Why? He was back. He already had two gold medals. So? Doesn't <laughs> stop players. I think he just wanted to let someone else enjoy but it. But he was eligible because he was back in the league then. Yeah, he had done it, of course, if he wanted to, but he didn't want to. Yeah, that's interesting. Because he's so competitive, you think he would want to, because it's the yeah, ultimate. Yeah, but those guys, they play grueling seasons, and he was going deep into the playoffs every year, so you really need to... Well, he was going to the finals every year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He won. Yeah. <laughs> he won the, 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 the three-peat. Yeah, well, I'm yeah. just saying they need, you know, you need rest, and summer's a big deal, so you can't always commit as... And we've seen this backfire on a lot of players that have taken on all these heavy loads, like the Warriors more recently, all the, you know, Kevin Durant and... Uh, what, what was he doing? Clay Thompson. Well, they played deep into the playoffs every year, and then all of a sudden they have massive injuries, and I think that's just from the wear and tear of that schedule. So do you think because Michael Jordan was older when 96 rolled around versus 92, and he didn't want to, like... Probably. ...be injured? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Uh, so, like, the risk was not worth the reward for him? Probably. Because he already had gold medals. Yeah. If he hadn't ever competed in the Olympics, do you think he would have done it? I'm sure he would have. Yeah. I'm okay. sure he would have. So, 92 uh, Dream Team. Um, was there something, um, the feud between him and Isaiah Thomas? Did it touch well, yeah. on that at all? Yeah. It was just, you know, kind of all the, the backstory and everything about the famous... You know, they said Jordan basically said that uh, 
they got Jordan to play on the Dream Team because Isaiah Thomas didn't want to play on the Dream or wasn't going to or wasn't in the plans, I guess you would say, for the Dream Team. And he didn't, he didn't really say that he didn't want to play with Isaiah, but someone told him the guy you don't want to play with is not going to be on the team, basically. And Isaiah had a lot of beef with a lot of stars on the team. Like, who else? And they also touched on that. Who else did he have? Larry Bird. Why? They just, they hit each other. Magic Johnson, they had a lot wow. of beef. So, that's kind of what happened to Isaiah, man. He kind of got frozen up because he had so much drama and stuff with everyone else. Hmm. It's It's definitely unfortunate, and that was considered one of the greatest teams in, you know, sports history and I have to say it's got to be up there I watched every game of that Olympics and they destroyed people but um they also showed like how brutal they were towards uh Tony Kukoc who was uh Jerry Krause's kind of a favorite kid before he even got to uh the NBA and Jerry Krause was going to Europe and watching Tony Kukoc play when he was in Europe, and there was a lot of hostility about that because Pippen was still underpaid, and, and they kind of felt like... So he was a rookie? He wasn't even in the NBA then. Oh, okay. I don't even think he came in until, like, I want to say 95. Like, I'm going to look it up. I think he came in in 93. Didn't he win um, the last three-peat? The last... Um, didn't he win 92, 93? I don't think so. Well, let me just look him up. You can look it up, but... Tony Kukuk? What's yeah, his name? he wasn't. Kukuk? Okay. I know he was on that last Bulls. The first Bulls 3P, he was not on. Okay. Definitely not. He was drafted in the NBA uh, in 1990. Yeah, but he waited a few years to come over. Okay. Oh, so just because he's drafted by the NBA doesn't mean he actually plays in the U.S.? Yeah. He was making a lot of money to, to play in Europe. Like $2 million a year, he said, on documentary. No, I was right. He came in the Chicago Bulls in 1993. But maybe he came in 93, 94. He played from 93 to 2000 with the Bulls. So he, he must got have. three rings. So he must have won the second three peat. Yes, not four. Because so he not. came in in 93, 94. Yeah, I knew he okay. wasn't a part of that first okay. team. All right. Yeah. All right. So, ha. Huh. But that's interesting because, no, but I was technically right in a way because it says after being drafted by the NBA Chicago Bulls in 1990, he continued to play in Europe until finally reporting to the Bulls in 1993 when the team had just finished its first 3 P and had yeah, lost yeah. Michael Jordan to yeah. retirement. I just knew he was not part of the first 3 P. Although disappointed that he could not play with Jordan, he made his NBA debut on November 5th, 1993. Yeah, they could have used him against Phoenix. If he was there, but yeah, he wasn't there. But yeah, they they're just saying, you know, which is it's all well known. But he won the the three P that they had the second time around. He was there for all of it. So he won three rings. Yes. Yeah. It's well known that Kukoc was uh they went at him in the in the Olympics and pretty much ate him alive in the first game. And he bounced back and played well in the second game against him in the title game. And this actually goes to show you how Scottie Pippen wasn't liked by 
the Bills, the Bulls management because it says in early 1999, Pippen was traded to the Houston Rockets, effectively breaking up the Bulls dynasty. But Kukoc was one of the only players from their championship years that the Bulls retained. Right. So that means that they really liked him more than like their star players. He was a talented player. No, I know, but I'm saying like he wasn't. What I'm saying is he's not a household name. Yeah. I don't think the guy's a Hall of Famer, but he is a big star in international basketball. His team made it to, you know, the finals. And I think he play, also played with, uh, I could be wrong, I want to say that he was on the same Olympic team with Draws and uh, Petrovic, I want to say. Well, he's Croatian. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I want to say that they're on the same uh, um. Olympic team. For which um, Olympics? 92. Um, he won the silver in Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. They had a really good team, um, definitely. Croatia. Now, is that guy you just talked about, what's his name? Drazen Petrovic. Was he in the NBA? Yep. He no, I the... meant like in the U.S.? Yes. Okay. He was on the Blazers back then. And um, I'm trying to look it up. He died in a... Um, oh, is that the guy that you said a 30 for 30 about? Yep. yep. He died what's in it, What's it called? Brothers? Yeah. Um, Two brothers? Like Once brothers or something. Once brothers. Yeah. Let me look this up. I think John Calipari actually coached Jocelyn Petrovic, so... When he was on the Nets. Okay. He's a great three-point shooter, one of the best three-point shooters in history, accuracy-wise, about 45%, a little less, maybe 44% for his career. I'm looking it up. Yeah, you're, you're right. Drazen Petrovic, he was on the um, 92 that, uh, yes, Croatian team. Who else? But who's he? But then what's one's Dino brothers Roger about? Dino on it? Yeah. Velimir Parasovic? Dino Raja, that's the name also in memory. Who? Dino Raja. I don't know him. Rada. Yeah, yeah. He's pretty good. He's also in the NBA for a while. Wow. So Drazen Petrovic died in 1993? Yeah, he's in a horrible... He's only 28. Car crash. Very sad. Wow. Very sad. And he was um, at, at the New Jersey Nets then. Yep. Very sad. So do you think if he hadn't died, he would have just been like a superstar? Or do you... Yeah. He's already a really great player. I mean, he probably would have had a, you know, Hall of Fame caliber career. His um, jersey number was retired by the Nets in 1993. And he was actually, in 2002, posthumously enshrined in the Naismith Memorial Basketball yeah, Hall of Fame. I figured he was, but, you know, his NBA career was cut so short. But and you're right. While starting for the Nets, he became one of the league's best shooting guards. Yes. So he really was taking off. Yeah. Well, internationally, he's a, he's a legend. Uh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. And um, no doubt, very tragic, uh, you know, very tragic. End of his life. Horrible way to die. So, kind of a little tangent, I'm interested. Once Brothers is a 30 for 30 that you, like, really enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's about him. It's, like, one of your favorites. Vladi Divac and that. Yeah. Now, who's that? He was on the Lakers. Got drafted. Magic Johnson's uh, last year, I think. But why is it called Once Brothers? Because they're both Croatian. Because they... Had a falling out, basically. They stopped. They had a big falling out and stopped talking. They basically grew up playing basketball, I guess. So it's pretty sad. So he is from Croatia as yeah. well. Yeah. Now, did, were, did they mend fences by the time that um, he had passed? 
Um, no, I don't think so, no. So they were still feuding? Yep. Oh. Yep. But yeah, That's really sad. good team. Uh, and there's some highlights of uh, Draws and Petrovic. Uh, you know, he hits a lot of threes on the Dream Team. I mean, there's... He had a, I know at least he hit... Two He's not on the Dream Team, is he? Or against the Dream yeah, Team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. During the Olympics. Wow. Yeah. So that's episode five. Yep. What's episode six of The Last Dance about? Well, episode six is basically, okay, it focused on the build-up to the Barkley-Jordan uh, 1993 finals, I believe. Uh, which, um, and it showed, like, the Knicks and Bulls series, which actually went seven games in the playoffs that year, which is... Was that the semifinals or the actual finals? I think it was the conference finals, I believe. I'll look it up. Continue to talk. Yeah, but uh, just showed how close the Knicks were to, you know, they took them to seven games, which is pretty unprecedented because no other, uh, you know, they never went seven games during the NBA Finals either, so. So this is interesting. The Bulls became the first team since the legendary Boston Celtics of the 1960s to win three consecutive championship titles, clinching the three-peat with John Paxson's game-winning three-pointer that gave them a 99-98 victory in Game 6. So that was a hell of a series. It was. Wow. It could have gone either way, honestly. The Phoenix Suns were the winners of 62 games, and Charles Barkley won the regular season MVP. Yeah. Do you think that was Charles Barkley's best season? Um, no like, doubt. So he was at his prime. Oh, yeah, he was amazing back then. No yeah. Doubt. And um, that's why they got there. But they had a great team. Dan Marley, you know, Kevin Johnson, uh, you know, Kevin, a lot of talent. And I'd like to touch on this. We, hold on a second. Did you say the um, Knicks yeah. before? That was the Eastern Finals. Yeah. Bulls defeat Knicks 4-2. to two. Yeah. Oh, it was 6. I thought it was 7. Oh. oh, I was wrong, I guess. But, yeah, six games still. Yeah. Pretty crazy. Did the Bulls ever go seven? I'm sure they did, but... No, I mean ever, like, you know, in the finals? Not in the finals, but maybe in the conference finals or the playoffs, I'm sure. I don't know. I can't, you know... Do you know who the Suns defeated in the Western finals? Wasn't it the Four? Jazz? Nope. Sonics? Yep. Four to three. Hmm. So that game went seven. Well, that was the Sean Kip and Gary Payton Sonics, so they had a lot of talent. Rick Schmitz. Yeah. Uh, wow. Or not Rick Schmitz, but Dallas Shrimp. Excuse me, Rick Schmitz was on the Pacers. Yeah, Dallas Shrimp. They're a good team. I'd like to touch on something, though. Yep. That I saw on Twitter real fast. Mm-hmm. And that was Kendrick Perkins of the Boston Celtics tweeted out something along the lines of, what would LeBron James and Kevin Durant do if they had Dan Marley guarding them for a, uh, you know, Hold on. an you, entire NBA wait, Finals? Who did you say was, was on the, um, the Seattle Supersonics? Sean Kemp? Dallas Gary Payton? Shrimp. He wasn't there. He wasn't there yet? Dallas Shrimp? Dallas Shrimp. Dallas Shrimp? No. Is that the... No, Matt. Hmm. Vincent Askew, Dana Barrows, Michael Cage, Eddie Johnson, Sean Kemp, Rich King, Derek McKee, Nate McMillan, Gerald Pedito, Gary Payton, Sam Perkins, Ricky Pierce, and Steve Scheffler. Hmm. Well, he must have been there later on then. Maybe like, because I remember him on that team. Uh, 
It might have been the next year or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, continue. Kendrick Perkins posted on Twitter. Yes. He said that, uh, like I said, that, uh, well, Kevin Durant and, you know, LeBron do in a yeah. NBA Finals mm -hmm. against... Uh, Deadlift Shrimp. Yep. He was on 93-94. Yeah. Hmm. So the next year, basically, yep. he's there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I knew he was. Yep. They were actually... Sorry, this is I know this is weird, but y you were right. They finished the season the following year with Deadlift Shrimp. Nine or sixty three nineteen franchise yeah. best record sixty three nineteen yeah. and made the playoffs as the number one seed in the Western Conference for the first time since nineteen seventy eight seventy nine season. Yeah, I know a lot about basketball, but it's always good to have a fact checker because sometimes yeah. you can get you know going back thirty years. And you're right. Do you know where they got Detlef Shrimp from? Overseas. Uh, no. In the draft, the dra where trade? did they acquire him from? The Indiana Pacers. Oh, yeah. Sounds about right. Yep. George Carl was the coach. Isn't he now, like, didn't he coach the Denver Nuggets? Um, that name sounds really familiar. Yeah, but he, he, he coached for a long time. He coached the Sonics. He coached... Is he still coaching? The Nuggets. I don't think so. I think he retired, but... Uh, yeah, I was right. He coached the Nuggets for a long time. Yeah, yeah. he retired, I think. Yeah, he coached the Seattle Supersongs for a long time and the Nuggets for yeah. a long time, too. I knew that. Wow, he you knew he coached Golden State in the 80s for two years? Nope. Remember there was a classic meme with Danny Tanner from Full House wearing a Golden State Warriors shirt? And yeah. somebody wrote, like, and, and the um, meme said something like, Danny Tanner, the only person in the 80s who liked the Warriors. God. <laughs> All right, sorry. Okay. As I was saying, mm -hmm. so Kendrick Perkins said that, uh, you know, he said that what would Kevin Durant and LeBron do with Dan Marley guarding him for an NBA Finals Series? And so I don't see how that tweet makes sense because Michael Jordan, like, he, he's taking a dig at, like, Michael Jordan's silence, basically. Um, Michael Jordan averaged 41 points a game <laughs> against the Suns, which is like, you know, only a few guys have ever averaged 40 points a game in the NBA Finals. I think only two other guys. Um, Rick Barry back in the 60s and um, someone else, but he lit him up in the most crazy form. So it was like, I mean, how can you diss Michael Jordan for what he did against Dan Marley? Who's to say if Kevin Durant and LeBron would average 40 a game against him, you know? Plus, uh, they had Charles Barkley, and Charles Barkley was very tough in the paint. He was clogging the paint a lot and making things tough on people. Yeah. Um, do you remember what happened a month after uh, the Bulls won in 93? What Michael Pivotal Jordan's event? dad. Yeah, it was murdered. Was murdered, yes. Yeah. 
And then, even without Jordan, the Bulls still managed to win 55 games behind the all-star efforts of Scottie Pippen. Yes. However, the loss of Jordan was steep to overcome, and following a controversial call that gave the New York Knicks a win in Game 5, the Bulls lost to the Knicks in the conference semifinals of the 1994 NBA playoffs in Game 7. Yeah. So they really... That just showed how good they were, even without Jordan. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But they couldn't even make it to the Eastern Finals. I know, but still, they're like, yeah. a lot of people say, oh, Jordan's going to, they're not going to be competitive, you know, wrong. Yeah. That shows how good Scottie Pippen was. Yeah. He played great that year. I remember that. I think it was like an MVP candidate. I think he was like runner-up or something in the MVP voting. So in the 93 um, finals between the Bulls and the Suns, game one, the score was 100 to 92. Phoenix. Um, or no, the Bulls won. Wait, who won that one? 192. The Bulls won that one. Game two, 111 to 108. The Bulls won, so they're up 2-0. Game three, the Suns won. Three overtime. Yeah, crazy. crazy it went game. to third overtime. Yes. 129 to 121. Wow. Barkley refused to let Phoenix lose that game. Yeah, he was doing everything he needed. Yeah, he yeah. needed that to clinch that. So one two is the um, the result. Game four, the Bulls won. The score was one hundred five to one eleven. So the so they're up one three. Game five, the Suns won one hundred eight to ninety eight. So two three, and then game six, the Bulls won of course ninety nine to ninety eight four two. Yeah. Wow. So it was, it was all very competitive. I watched that. I watched every game of that. I remember yeah. I was at my grandfather's house, and I watched every game of it, and it was an incredible series. Now, let me ask you, this is actually an interesting question that popped in my head, because I was, you know, I've been watching a lot of stuff about the OJ trial. Yeah. Do you think, because remember the following year, that's when the White Bronco happened, and they preempted, you know, the NBA Finals and yeah. everything. Yeah. Do you think if Michael Jordan had been playing... If he hadn't retired and he was actually, let's pretend that the Phoenix Bulls, you know, finals was when the O.J. Simpson white Bronco chase. Do you think they would have cut away? Um, Probably. Wow. I just think it was just (laughs) such a big event. Like, you know, it's like pretty crazy. I know, but Michael Jordan going for a three-peat. Who knows? Wow. Luckily, that didn't happen. No, I know. That's just interesting. I that actually you're right. That it goes happened. to show you like how no but I'm saying that goes to show Houston you and the Knicks next No year. but every sports got all the sports yeah. finals got preempted. Or not preempted. You said they like appeared in a little yeah. box. Yeah. So it, you know the o, the OJ was like the main focus. Right. Yeah. All right. Way to end on a high note. <laughs> Bringing the juice in this crap. <laughs> That'll be good for his uh, ego. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm in the same sentence as Michael Jordan. OJ Simpson's going to tune in this podcast now. Oh, Just man. Wait. He's going to sue us. God. This is... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, this is actually interesting. Did you know this? The first game, before the game, a moment of silence was observed in memory of New York, of, of New Jersey Nets guard Drezen Petrovic, who had been killed in a car accident two days earlier. Mm. Nope. Wow. I don't remember that, but that's pretty sad. Well, it kind of just goes with what you're talking. You're talking yeah. about him. Yes. 
So, yeah, you're right. Let me just say real quick. Charles Barkley in game three, he didn't even have the, the most points. He had 24 points. Wait a second. Danny Ainge was on yes. the Phoenix Suns? Yes, he was. Wow. Danny the Diller, baby. So he was still playing? Yes. Oh, wow. Well, he was still, you know, he was pretty young when those Celtics. Because uh, he was on the 85, yeah, the 86 yeah. team. Yep. Oh, okay. Pretty young. Now, who were you talking about that was guarding Michael Jordan? Then Molly. Now, was he, are you talking about that was the 97, 98? That wasn't 93. No, that was 93 when the Suns played. Oh. Why am I not seeing him? Well, he was there, I assure you. I know. Because this is saying... Um, he was probably like the third or fourth. They're saying Kevin team. Johnson guarded Michael Jordan in well, game one and two. Dan Molly also guarded him. So. But what game did he guard him in? I don't know. Do you remember? Nope. Uh, I think some of the games when in Phoenix... I know, I'm just... Everyone just tried their best, and you know, they probably threw different people at him. I think... Uh, is 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 it M-A-J-E-R-L-E? Is that his yes. last name? Yes. Majorly. Marley. Oh, it's pronounced Marley? Yes. Michael Jordan in game... This is what he won, game six. He made a layup to cut the lead to two points, and Dan Marley's 30-foot three-pointer fell short in the Suns' next position. Yeah. So that was the game. Yep. Then Molly was a really good player. He's a really good three-point shooter, too. Good right. defender. Well, yeah. Okay, now I know who to look for. Yeah, he got a lot of points that last game. He got 21 points. But Michael Jordan, man, he had 41 points. He didn't even – everyone else on the Suns had, like, 20, 10. He had 41. Scottie Pippen was the next at 22. Just goes to show you how dominant Michael Jordan no shit, was. That guy's pretty good. Michael Jordan had fifty-five points in Game Four. Yes. And Scottie Pippen had only fourteen. Wow. Yeah, if Scottie had an off game day, had an insurance policy. You no, know, so. Wow, he was always making like almost fifty points a game, Michael Jordan. You're right. It's amazing. I mean, he can't be. Overrated. No, he's not. I know, that's what I'm saying. He just, he really is that incredible. Yes. When you just look at the stats, it's like, wow. On championship teams, he's just that incredible. Yeah. But I think Phoenix definitely gave the Bulls the biggest scare of anyone that they faced, no doubt. Even more so than um, the uh, Jazz? Oh, yeah. But the Jazz, didn't they go six games? Yeah, but um, the Phoenix games, I mean, there were a lot of drama in those. It was very highly contested games. Now, did was Charles Barkley interviewed for the documentary? Oh, uh, yeah. I read an article that he and Michael Jordan like aren't friends anymore, and he's like sad about it. Yeah. Did he talk about that? I don't remember. I don't really recall, but they had, yeah. He made some comments about saying, you know, Jordan surrounded himself with too many yes-men, basically, when he was running with Charlotte Bobcats. And Jordan took offense to that, basically. And they had a bit of a falling out because of that. 
Who do you think had the bigger ego, though, in 93? Charles Barkley or Michael Jordan? Jordan. I'm sure. Yeah. Did they have the same NBA draft year? Um, no. I don't think was so. Was Charles Barkley a year before in 83? Like, he was, like, a year after. Or a couple years after. I don't think so. Hold on, let me look. Well, we're going to wrap this episode up. But... Same year as Jordan. I think Charles Barkley was really uh, 84. I was right. He's the fifth pick of the 84 NBA draft. So he was the same year. He was right after Michael Jordan. He was fifth overall. Or Michael Jordan was fourth, right? No. Third. Third. Mm -hmm. I'm saying Charles Barkley is the same... He's the fifth pick. Two sh- slots after Michael Jordan. Yeah. Well, I think I could. I came in. <laughs> no. I knew, he was, so I knew he was around there. Yeah. So who was pick four then? I don't know. I know one through three. Hakeem, Bowie, Jordan. I don't know about four. John Stockton was in that, that yeah. draft too. He was 16th. Yep. Sam Perkins was fourth. It's interesting. Another North Carolina player. Really? Yep. That's a pretty good um, draft. You think? Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably one of the best drafts along with 96. Definitely. Well, any other thoughts about episodes five or six? Nope. I think we pretty much covered everything. Would and then rec- some. Would you recommend the, the series to people? Yeah. If you like basketball, you should check it out. You'll love it. And if you don't like basketball, you should check it out. <laughs> anyway, that's pretty cool. So even like a non-sports fan can enjoy it? Yeah. Okay. Well, stay tuned for the commentary and recap of episodes 7 and 8. Bye. Bye.